What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are here for a Masters recap of round two, kind of almost the end of round two, Sean. Um, a little bit of drama towards the end there, course-related and weather-related. What's going on, buddy? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, man. It's it's interesting hearing you lead off the pod without your monologue sometimes, but great, great job. Um, yeah, everything's great. I was a little bummed, I can't lie. I was ready to sit down for the rest of my late, late afternoon and watch round two but uh i know i wasn't the only one yeah that was that was shitty to say the least um i watched a lot in the morning did not do much today aside from watch the masters on my phone it was glorious um i was thinking about it you've really parlayed these two promotions that you've gotten at work into being able to just have a day or two where you're like i'm on my phone Yep. exclusively watching the Masters. Good for you. Did that for March, and then I got another promotion, and I did it for this. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so biggest stories of the day. What do we want to lead with, Sean? You want to lead with Bennett? You want to lead with Brooksy? You want to lead with the course? What are we doing here? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess we got to lead with Brooksy, right? I mean, I know you texted me bright and early from his round saying an eagle for Brooks. So take it away. And I know you were also much more happy with his attire today as opposed to the piss yellow, uh, the piss yellow that he wore yesterday. Yeah. Very subdued. The ugly ish sneakers were still there. But aside from that, um, just a white shirt and either I couldn't tell cause I was watching on a small screen, but they were either black or dark cat or dark, uh, Navy blue, regardless, definitely looked better. Um, I took notes today. A few notes I wanted to say about Brooks. He looks like 2017 through 2019 Brooks. And maybe, you know, a lot of players, when they underperform, they chalk it up to health. And sometimes it's true, and, and sometimes it's not. This really does look like health. He looks 100%. He's hitting the shit out of the ball. He's dripping putts in. He looks like prime four-time master winner, or excuse me, four-time major winner Brooks. Um, yeah, and... and I mean, he's just scoring the shit out of it. I mean, if you think about it, last year, Scotty won at minus 10. So Brooks is winning after two rounds, even last year. And last year, the the overall leader was minus eight. And I think conditions were better last year than they were even this year. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think this is a, a very friendly reminder to all of us as to how much we decided that we were going to all – all collectively, everybody who hates live, put it on the back burner and disregard these players. And I do believe it would be different if Brooks was playing on the PGA Tour throughout last year and into this season so we could watch him. This is a guy who dominated, man, from 2018 at the U.S. Open all the way really through 2020, 2021. It sucks seeing him hurt, but I think that all of us, myself included, was willing was ready i should say to kind of write him off a little bit and say you know these injuries he's a huge guy dude like i remember when he came upon the scene i would remember distinctly watching the u.s open um outside of boston where they played in brookline and he's built like a fucking linebacker and i was like this guy is awesome i'm just gonna wonder if he can keep his shit together and then you know a couple years later he's hurt but when you see him hitting the ball like this and then putting the way he's putting he really is one of the top players in the world. Yeah, he's really got no holes in his game when he's got it going. Um, you know what? I'm just going to get it out of the way now. I know we do it more towards the end of the pod. Usually recency bias winners, it's Brooksy. I'm going to stick with Rom, but mm. man, it's hard not to be on the Brooks Kepka train right now. K 
can't really blame me for sticking with Rom, another guy where I guess we can talk about him, even though he is in my foursome, just because he's right there on the leaderboard. Minus nine, and he only played nine holes today. Obviously, play was suspended due to terrible weather in Augusta that half came out of nowhere and didn't. It didn't really come out of nowhere. It just came quickly. We knew it was coming, but uh, part of the course is kind of destroyed out there. Um, yeah, Rom. Ever since the first hole of the tournament where he went double bogey has just been a man with his hair on fire playing incredible golf. Um, and in my opinion, nobody can beat him. Except for maybe Brooksy if he plays so out of his go. mind. I have, to, I have to ask. You just sounded like your recency, bri- your recency bias is Brooks. So are you now going are – you, are you hedging your bet and going back to Rom? What are we doing here, pal? Well, I mean – when I was making my picks, I wrote down Brooks next to my foursome, and I said, I'm not going to pick a live guy, but I did mention on our first pod, our preview pod, that I liked Brooks, and I and I had him as an honorary fifth. But no, I'm, 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 I'm flip-flopping. I'm doing what you, you like to do. I'm going Brooks. He just <laughs> looks incredible. Um, for the sake of scoring, would I prefer Rom to win? Yes, but I can't help. Some people, you know, you just can't control your feelings, and right now, even if I don't want to, I find myself heavily rooting for Brooks. I want Brooks to win, and I'm picking him to win in my recency bias pick. I really want to know what the collective thought is with these live guys, particularly, um, you know, your your Brookses who have won you know, four major championships, the Dustin Johnsons of the world. I think he's got two. Yeah, he's an unlikable anyway. I'm talking about Bryson here, but mm. the guys like oh I Bryson, know, yeah, I thought you meant DJ. I got those. No, 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 no. Everybody likes DJ. Uh, my my thought is is that you know what is the collective thought though? Because there are some people who are so pro PGA and still so turned off by these guys going to live that I wonder if there are people out there who have been like, man, if he had just stayed, sure, but. It's almost like that player that goes to another team after being on your team forever and maybe doesn't go to an arch rival, but he goes to a team that might that might pick you off in the playoffs and just be like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, like I love this guy, but uh, now I got to hate him. I mean, look at Brooks. Look at Brooks where, you know, he where he was at that point in his career. I mean, you saw it on full swing where he was debating on if he was ever going to be good at golf again. So I don't necessarily blame him I don't even care about the guys that went to live it's more the guys and I loved seeing Harold Varner the third's quote where he was like these guys are fucking idiots we just lined our pockets and we're in it for the fucking money fuck this grow the game bullshit that was like the greatest finally somebody just said it shout out to HV3 but aside from the whatever grow the game bullshit I don't really care I I I Respect the fact that Brooks took the money grab because he thought his career was over. And look at him well, turn Brooks it around. Even said it. Did you hear him today? He was quoted as saying, "Yeah, it would have been a harder decision if I was playing better golf the last few years." Well, and yeah, and 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 I true, and I do believe that because if you don't remember the first wave of guys to go over, Brooks was one of those guys where he was like, "No, nah, I'm not taking the money." Yet, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But then a lot of missed cuts. Three, four, six months later, a lot of missed cuts. They throw that bag at you, and it and it looks a lot better when you're playing like absolute trash, like he was. By the way, the only reason I bring that up, I'm not representing your thoughts nor mine. I'm representing potential thoughts that other people have who are staunch PGA supporters and fans. That's really all I was doing because I'm sure there yeah. are people out there who Look, do still feel a sense of vindictiveness towards him, even I, though you and I understand of the business decision. I under exactly and 
what I would say to those people that are live defenders or live um, whatever, disagreeers or hate live or whatever you want to say it. Yeah, detractors. That's the word I was looking for. Um, For me, it's just like you got to separate the four majors. That's the way I feel about it. Just elevate these tournaments. You want to see the best players in the world playing in these tournaments because that's what fucking makes them mean something. I don't think that they don't want to see them playing the majors. I'm saying I think that there is a sector of fans out They're there rooting, who are against, rooting them? against them. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. And I think those people are, are small minded. I just want to see the best golfer play the best golf right now. Well, he is playing like a top golfer in the world right now. And he's taken that momentum from the Orange County golf course uh, from his last live tournament last weekend. Uh, John Rom, let's get back to him for a minute. He is minus two through his nine holes. I did. I was able to catch him on hole seven, eight, nine. Looks Dude relaxed just, today. Just a straight up killer. And is just you saw him in his interview with Scott Van Pelt yesterday after his round. He was so so calm and so collected um, analyzing his own play out there. He just translated that and took it into today. He looks amazing. Listen, John Rahm has always had the talent, but he's been a bit different player between the ears since that time where he was leading by a million at the memorial, that Mirfield Village, and they had to pull him off the actual course because he tested positive for COVID and he could have gone absolute ape shit, but he took he decided to become a better mental golfer and i should take advice from him and you know let bygods be bygods decompose and then a week or two later he won the us open and it has been off to the races since then he's been probably the best golfer in the world him and scotty um and he's just a different golfer and once everybody said it all the golf experts said it once this guy put the final piece which was screwing his head on nice and tight he was going to be unstoppable uh yeah he and he he really has been he has had a clear grip along with scotty as the, the player that you just feel like is in complete control of his game every single weekend. By the way, I want to correct myself for a passing. I said about Brooks, uh, 2018 us open. That was at Beth page black. That was not in, uh, that was not in Brookline. So no, Brookline was last that. year at the U S open yeah. and that was the PGA championship. Yes. I remember it. Uh, I didn't want to correct you cause it's not a big deal. And I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody for, for trying to get into a new sport. You know, I don't want to put no, you down. But you should correct me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I correct you all the time. If I'm you wrong, do. I'm wrong. But I did. Re- I went and I said it, I was like, eh, I think that's wrong. Uh, and I remember the winds being absurd in Long Island that day. Anyway. Um, yes. He won. He the won the PGA at Beth page. He won the U S open at Shinnecock. And then he won two others that I don't remember as well. Yeah, he's 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 had, he had a serious run there for a while. I do want to talk about Sam Bennett. I think it would be wrong if we Please, didn't bring him up. Let's this early talk in about it. Minus eight, shoots minus four for the round. 66, 68 and sixty eight in consecutive back days. Back to back. Dude. Yeah, Sean. I mean, yesterday you asked me, do I think he's going to make any noise? And I just thought the moment was going to be too big for any amateur, just from what I've seen over the past million years with a low amp. The, the best they finishes in the top 20. And, I of course, I thought he was going to make the cut. Did I think he was going to be fucking solo third uh, uh, with a finished? Yeah, he's done with, with a finished yeah. round um, with pretty much looking like there's not too many people that are going to be able to catch up to him. Maybe Victor. 
Um, Hovland on this leaderboard? No, this is incredible. And again, I'm going to reiterate what I said yesterday because it's starting to become more real now. And just from, I basically watched his entire round yesterday and today. And this kid's got every single shot, and he doesn't look scared. The moment doesn't look too big for him. This will be the greatest win in the history of golf and one of the greatest things in the history of sports if he can come out here and win these Masters, especially against this field where I don't think I've seen a deeper field, especially the way the live players are playing, in a really long time. Probably ever. He's unflappable. Yep. I mean, he really is. I, I, I didn't get a chance to really watch too much of him today. I did go on the app and watch a couple of the shots uh, and they looked very similar to what yesterday was when I watched pretty much his entire back nine. Yeah. Uh, just an incredible, really unbelievable. I hate using these superlatives and just throwing them around, but truth, I don't know though. what other words to use though. He has been awesome. He really has. And he's got a lot of shots in his bag, dude. Yep. And I mean, don't get me wrong in about a year's time. Cause he decided to go back to college. He's going to be a world-class, probably top 30 OWGR player right off the bat. But just for him, from him to go from playing college tournaments and things like that, it's not like he's had a couple years on the corn Ferry tour, or a couple years on the PGA tour to get his feet wet on what it's like to play at the highest level. This is coming right out of college to this. And it's just an incredible feat. No, it really is. There's no there's no other way to really talk about him. He's just been amazing. And what I think is going to be really cool is you see players who it takes them a long time in their careers, as you were just articulating, to to kind of learn what it's like to, to play in these majors or in these elevated events and understand what it's like to go through the ups and downs and have to comport yourself, managing your emotions, compartmentalizing a bad, uh, you know, a great drive and then a bad putt. Um, he's learning all of that already, and that's really cool. I think it's going to bode very well for him in his future, which should be a really long one. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's come out. This is even better than, like, obviously Morikawa, who's right behind him, came out of college like a bat out of hell. Matthew Wolf had that run. A lot of Sahith. A lot of players have been coming out of colleges, college and been great Early on, I mean, back in the day, it used to be you kind of had to build a career. Now these guys are just coming out, you know, basically fully fully made golfers. The only guy I can really remember back in the day was Tiger, obviously, what he did at the Masters in 97. Um, this guy is just amazing. No, he's been, he's been a great story and a really good player. And who knows, man? Maybe he can ride this momentum. Um, I don't know when he'll tee off. Um, obviously we're in a suspended play. So a lot of, I don't think anybody knows anything because we don't even know. We don't even know. I don't know what the weather's like down there right now, if it's calmed down or whatnot, but they have, they probably haven't even gone out to take a look at like what kind of condition the course is in. Cause it's not like it was just rain. I think you told me earlier before we started the pod, they lost, they lost a tree on 17, almost knocked a couple people over or or killed them. Thank God it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God it didn't. Um, which is hilarious to me. I was saying this to my uncle earlier. It's like all they've been talking about on these broadcasts is the terrible weather coming in for about a week now, and you still have to have an emergency evac and a close call like that. Like, you guys got to do a better job getting people out of there. It's pretty fucking crazy, and I get it. It is the Masters. You want to do everything. I think I heard in the very little of the broadcast I listened to, there hasn't been sus- suspended play that have, that resulted in a Monday. It's like finish. 1983. 
83. Wow, you were listening to the same thing. Look at us. But yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, they don't want to do that. But at the same time, it's kind of like the baseball teams that don't want to do rain delays or, or, or postponements on their opening day. Well, tough shit. Don't, you know, these fans know what to expect, too. They all saw the forecast. It's not like you had access to this, to this weather and they didn't. Is what it is, man. We're not playing golf and we're not playing track man golf here at, uh, you know, Five Iron Golf or whatever you want to call it. It's, yeah, it's outside. Also not it Caddy is Shack, where you know, I be careful. I don't. I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for quite a while now. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, let's. I before we go down the leaderboard, it's a huge story, so I just want to talk about it. We we got to talk about Rory. First of all, fuck you. You're a genius. You're a golf <laughs> savant. Somehow. I thought it was like a minus a thousand that Rory was going to be in your foursome, but somehow can you I, avoid putting him in there, which is so can fucking I stop smart. You from giving me too much credit before I before my you know mind gets a little too big and I and I'm going to start sure. you know gloating. I did say on our preview pod I was very very close to putting him in my foursome. I said it was between him and Speed. So I feel I was like. Not, I feel I like I said this. Prodded, Nostradamus. Yeah. Well, good. No, good job by you because all your guys are well within the cut line. Um, Rory is inevitably going to miss the cut unless something goes terribly wrong tomorrow in this resumed second round in the morning or whenever they decide to play it. Um, and, you know, I said it all year last year. I was going to have Rory's major. I was going to root for it and be over the moon when he wins it, but I was going to let it miss me betting-wise and picking-wise. And then I fucking took the cheese because he was just playing incredibly. And, Sean, I mean, yesterday he scraped it around and, and scrambled his dick off to to get a even par round. Today, what did he finish at, plus four? You got to tell me. I wasn't able to watch his round today. What what, did, what was so bad about his game? Today? I got to be everything? honest with you, man. I was watching the feature groups on my phone, and Rory was so bad that he didn't even really make the broadcast. Wow. I didn't even see too much of him. I saw a ton of the early guys, and then I was like sitting there like, oh, I wonder when Rory tees off. And then I Googled him just to see where he was on the leaderboard. He was like six six or nine, something like that, holes in it. He's plus two. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy. First of all, he's going to ruin my foursome, and you're going to beat me, and he's going to ruin all my fucking bets. Yeah, he Which is. he he's did, single. by the way. I'm, I'm, he's I'm, a I lost, to you right now. I lost all my money. Every single parlay that I had in this, which, again, is a lesson to everybody. Don't make too many parlays. Every single bet I had had Rory tied into it. So, so what's the deal with it at, at, at this point? Because he had been playing good golf. So. Good golf. He had been playing world-class golf. He was hitting the driver further than he had ever hit it before, and he was already number one in driving distance. He'd been chipping amazingly, which had been really interesting because with the speed that Rory puts on the ball and the height, he was having a hard time controlling his shorter wedges because they were either spinning too much or flying too far, and he had seemed to have gotten control of that. He switched back to his old Scotty Cameron from a spider putt and he'd been rolling the the rock really well, and I'll tell you what, Sean, I wouldn't be surprised if next week I think they play um I think they play the Harbor Town course down in South Carolina. Uh, I forgot the name of the the tournament. Hilton Head tomorrow, yeah, or next weekend, yeah. Yeah, in Hilton Head, um, at Harbor Town, I think it's the RBC Heritage Open. I'm gonna pick Rory to win that, but because <laughs> he's playing that good at golf, he just straight up yesterday he scrambled. Today he just straight up sucked. Played one of the worst rounds I've seen him play in a really long time. And he does this all the time. I know he finished second last year, but it wasn't really close. He does this all the time at the majors, and it kills me. 
So is it a mental block, do you think? I mean, it's really hard to diagnose these guys, but if he's playing this great of golf for an extended period of time, dude, I don't know. Make the fucking cut? That's wrong to me. Yeah, I don't I guess that's the only answer I could really give you is that it's a mental block because I mean, the game looks great, but he I mean, he's been in the hunt for all these majors, but he hasn't gone out there and grabbed a major by the by the throat. I mean, in forever. I mean, last year he obviously finished second, but you know, it wasn't really close. We knew Scotty was winning that since Saturday. Um, he hasn't won a major since 2014. It's getting late early as, uh, I don't know. Was that a yogiism? That was a yogiism, baby. Yeah. Well done. Um, you know, the thing that scares me is when we talk about these guys and, you know, we're still clinging on to tiger, whatever he can give us. We hope that we get another magical 2019 tournament. I don't know if we ever will again, yeah. but I know we all hold out hope, right? I have no idea. Rory, 2014 is nine years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about Jordan Spieth's performance in 2015. That's eight years ago. That's... I know you and I, dude, some of that doesn't feel that long ago, but shit, that was when the only time you and I worked together was seven years ago. Yeah. And that was a long fucking time ago. And I'm not talking about us working together on the pod. Yeah. So, like, no, that's, that, that... That, that's how we have to look at time here. We're, it, it really is getting late early. Yeah, no, I mean, the guy, he's no spring chicken. He, he ripped off, I mean, between 2012 and 2014, he ripped off, 2011 and 2014, he ripped off four majors. Um, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not picking him again this year. I don't care. I'm not going to count him out, but I'm not picking him again this year. I just, it's got to be a mental block. That's all I can say. Everything else is right there for him. Yeah. It's disconcerting and it sucks because however, whether you or I picked him in our foursome or not, is it really is not indicative of how badly we want to see him win that career or, you know, career grand slam and just and oh, get back to winning another major. It's just, it's been a long fucking time for him and he's such an important part. He is one of the most important people in the entire game of golf. So when he's he not making the, the most in Augusta, important. it sucks right now. I mean, because Tiger's Tiger's Tiger, he's not going anywhere. It's not like he's going to live, and he's an elder statesman of the game and and taking on a different role, which I love. I love that we still see him because he could just be gone and move on to the next part of his life, kind of like Derek Jeter did at the beginning of his retirement, which we could talk about that on another pod as how Derek Jeter is kind of like, I need need the spotlight back now that he's on fucking ESPN and doing every commercial under the sun. Um, But... I mean, Rory is the Rory is the most important person on the PGA Tour, and you saw that last year, him going out and winning the FedEx and competing in the Open and whatnot. But mental block, and it's it makes holding me holding that meeting in Delaware. Yes, I it does make me, and not to mention him pushing for all the changes that we spoke about earlier on with that pod with the PGA Tour changes earlier in the year. It makes me sad, and I, I to be honest. To put it in perspective, if I didn't have Rory in my foursome and I put Brooks in my foursome, I would pick Rory winning the Masters and completing the career grand slam over beating you this week. That's how badly I want it. And I want to beat your ass really bad. I know. And it really says something. And trust me, it hurt me not not putting him in my foursome. There really was no great reason. I wish I could say talk here about how I was really calculated in this. It was really coming down to him and Spieth and 
I just felt better about speed. That's really all it is. Um, on the complete opposite side, we just waxed poetic about Rory, and unfortunately he didn't do the job. The villain um, now who is a guy that we have just completely denounced, but somehow Phil Mickelson shooting at a minus four, he shot a 69 today. He's tied 10. Yes, and I did not catch much of either of Phil's rounds, but it was I watched a ton of the highlights. It was very Phil-esque. Just spraying it all over the yard off the tee and hitting balls that, you know, people are saying are impossible out of the pine straw to like two feet. It's it's incredible. You got to love the guy for that. If he's playing his style of golf, that is great to see. Um, But again, I think there's just so many mixed feelings on him where let me ask you this. I'm not going to say that he's going to win. I think it would take an absurd collapse by our boy Brooks and, you know, probably Rom. And, and Phil he, would have to play with his... And Phil would have to have one of his vintage Phil performances from, like, eight, 15 years ago. But if he finishes top 10, does it matter at all then? Do we have to just look at anything he does in live going forward? And if he fucking shoots plus five, we just don't care? That's, or is that that's, an isolated situation? No, that is kind of how I feel. Okay. And because... I mean, again, he's he's going to play in the PGA Championship, and he's going to play. I mean, he's got eligibility because he won that PGA, what, two, three years ago. He's going to play in all the majors this year, and, and if you told me he finished top 10 in any of them, I wouldn't be shocked because he's got that kind of bravado to him. Um, and that brings me to a question I wanted to ask you yesterday, and I forgot, so I'm going to ask you today. Who is okay. Who is the, I guess, Who's the person you want to win the least? I think it's a very obvious answer for me, um, but I'm Bryce. interested to see who it is for you. Well, he, Bryson's not going to win, um, so I don't have to worry about that. Are you talking about in terms of the most updated leaderboard or heading into this tournament? No, I'm just talking like right now, if I told you this person won or, or there it's coming down 16 and it's looking on Sunday and it's looking like they're going to win and you're just like, ugh. Anybody else, please, God, anybody else. So there's some criteria that I want to clean up with this question because to me it's not as black and white. As I've watched some tournaments and I'm getting more invested in certain players, and don't get me wrong, even well before you and I talked to Pod, when I call myself a novice, it's not like I never watched golf before in my life. When I watch the major tournaments, there's always certain guys I'm pulling for over others, and it really doesn't have anything to do with me hating the other guy. It's just me really wanting the other guy to win, right? So, like, whenever Tiger's in contention, I want Tiger to win. Uh, Rory's right there. I would say Spieth's right there. Um, The caveat I would say, and it's kind of a cop-out, is, like, who's leading? Because as much as I would love to see Rory win, you know, if, if fucking Spieth is coming up his back, I would not be upset if Spieth won. That being said, I got to put Patrick Reed right there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's likable it. about him at all. That's it. He's tied for 10th right now. He's very much in contention given how things can move around over the next. And he's only through 14, so he could be minus 6, minus 7 for all we know. Um, and that's, that's your the, guy, right? That's the, that's the only pick. That would be... What about Bryson? Bryson. I uh, no, but because Bryson, I think Patrick Reed is just a bad person. I think Bryson's a fucking idiot, but I think Patrick Reed is genuinely a bad person. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good reason. I mean, I don't like him at all, and I don't like his antics, and I don't like 
the way he talks about anything really in in you know how it pertains to the game of golf. You better be careful his white his wife might come after you on Twitter. Use golf facts. <laughs> yeah, I know we've all seen that before. Um so yeah, I guess it would have to be him. Yeah. But, good job, good job figuring out the answer that I wanted you to say. It just is hard though because there's not anybody that I really did that I really don't like. I mean, I know you're not a big Patrick Cantley fan. Oh, if Cantley won, I'd be like, come on, man. He's making me look bad. Patrick Cantley can't win the big one. Yeah, you've you've said that for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I mean listen, will I, I'll pick him for, you know, some random tournament. I'll pick him for the Memorial. I'll pick him for the Toy Championship. I'm not, I'll never pick him for a major. Do you want to talk about our foursomes and how we're looking? Sure, and then we could talk Tiger and a few other stories. Um, yeah, you're looking better than me because I think all of your players, the last time I checked, are pretty close to under par, right? They're all under par. So, obviously, I have, Congrats. Speed, I have speed at minus five. And then I've got DJ and Scheffler both at minus one. Um, they both were able to finish their rounds today. And then I have Shafley, who was not able to get out there today, or wasn't able to finish, rather. Uh, but he's also sitting at minus one. So uh, I know. Trust yeah, me. I, right so far. But he, he's falling off. He, he was at minus four yesterday. Yeah, I was watching his – he saved – he got up and down. He hit a really, really bad second shot and a third shot. But he got up and down for bogey on, the, on one hole. Maybe it was 12. I don't remember. Regardless, I – I like Xander, but I knew who you took and I knew who I took, and I was rooting so hard for him to have a major blow-up hole and somehow miss the cut <laughs> so you and I would be tied, but that's not going to happen. He's going to find his way into the cut line, and I'm just going to – honestly, what I'm going to have to hope is that John Rom wins so that – I didn't designate him as a winner, but given our scoring layout, I think, yeah, one of my four – I would get a, I would get a point so it would counteract your point, that's pretty much all I can root for. All right. That's fair. Yeah, because it's really going to – what would really put and kill me, what would absolutely kill me is if Spieth won. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that would, would give you it. three – that would probably give you four points because you're going to beat me in the head-to-head and then Spieth is three points because you picked him. Um, but I'd still I'm hope, be – I'm hoping kinda. for a little – I'm hoping for some legitimate separation this weekend. Oh, I think if you win, if you get a four pointer this weekend with the way you've been picking things, and you're doing a hell of a lot better than I thought you would, I think you would you would run away with this contest that we have. But there is a there is a ways to go. There's a real comp between you and I when it comes to your college football and my golf is that we both acknowledge the fact that you know I'm the college football guy, but you follow it enough to talk it, and you reluctantly had to do it. I was not reluctant to talk to talk golf but you are obviously the expert out of the two of us but i have been watching a lot of golf for a lot of years i've just was never super passionate about it so it's not like i'm coming at this and like throwing darts at a board and a couple of names i have a semblance of an idea of what i'm doing and i think when we talk college football you're the same way you're not necessarily going to break shit down but when you watch a game and you're watching like a pac-12 game late at night and you've got some money riding on it and we got to talk it on monday you're going to bring it because it's not like you've never heard of some of these players before of course yeah no i can i, I know football so i definitely can yeah. talk about it um let's talk about our 
reigning champion, the reigning green jacket holder, Scotty Scheffler. He doesn't have it this year. And that just goes to show the world-class player that he is because he's still uh, going to make the cut and he's still below par. But, I mean, he's hitting bad shots, putting himself in really bad spots, and then the putter is just ice, ice cold, dude. So I got to ask you, how long can he continue to try to bail himself out of these bad situations he's putting himself in? I mean, not long. He was, what, minus four yesterday, and now he's down to minus one, so that's a plus three round. Um, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I think he he's obviously going to make the cut, but I think he finishes this tournament above par the way I was seeing him. But is he the kind of guy to you that would it surprise you at all if he turns around and shoots a 66 or Not at all. Not at yeah. all, which is what I expected today. I said that on the pod last night, and he did – the comp- not a big deal, but he did the complete opposite of what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. He played no, worse. I, I predicted that that was going to be his worst round yesterday. Well, let's see if he can turn it around a little I don't, bit. I don't, and by the way, that probably wasn't the worst prediction ever. It really was Given why, the pedigree. Why would it, yeah, I was just going to say, and the way he's been playing. Because here's the thing about him that I really, really respect he can make a couple bad shots, but he's just – we talked about it last night on the pod, so I don't have to reiterate it. He can bail himself out of any situation, well, but that putter is usually there for him. And if that putter's not there for him, it's a really tough situation to have to continue to make these – you know, you can't continue to hit these tough wedges out of bunkers or out of, you know, out of the pines, all, all that because he's just he just doesn't have he doesn't have his putter with him so far in this tournament. Yep. Well, it's those two things and also we said that his his super superpower or whatever you want to call it, his number one trait that makes him the best golfer in the world is the fact that he's very steady. You never see him upset. And you saw a lot of chinks in the armor over the last two days, visibly upset, uh kind of you know, everybody gets pissed off for a split second, but he can snap out of it so quick. It's taking him a lot longer to snap out of it this week, and I, I just I see him finishing over par. What about your boy Tony Finau, who he's tied with many guys are minus one, but he shot a seventy four today plus two. What do yeah. you see out of him? I just don't know, man. Uh, when's he gonna put it together? I'm begging for it. You know, he's in my foursome. I'm just begging for it, and I'm thinking about. I know I love Tom Kim and I know I love Sahith and they're both right around there in my foursome, but I'm just, I may just throw live, live Brooks back in it. Cause I love him so much. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question about Tony? And, and this is coming more from the full swing episode. I'm not saying that he doesn't want to win. He does really want to win, but he also seems like the guy who's ultra complacent finishing top 10, top 15 and getting a really nice paycheck. I don't see a killer instinct with him. Correct me if I'm wrong. I just think, I don't know. I think he just makes stupid mistakes. Sometimes I'm just like, come on, Tony. Like, there's. Well, think about that putt yesterday on 16. He hits a great shot. He's probably seven feet from the hole. And his putt doesn't even make contact with the hole. I I was shocked. Not only did I think thought it was going in. When he hit it, I was like, well, if he misses, at least he's, you know, he's going to miss well, it. Well, that's Tony's MO is his, that when yeah. he's got it and he's got that swagger and he's winning like the 3M Classic or something like that, he looks like a world beater because he's dripping every putt in, but then he gets into these big tournaments that actually matter and it's like, 
It's like, what are you doing? Did you just forget how to putt? It's kind of like the uh, the Happy Gilmore when they when Chubbs takes him to the mini golf course and he's got to get it through the clown. It's like <laughs> get your refocus. Let's go. Come on. You know yep. this is this is a putt that you you got to dial in here. Your your mission is not done just because you hit a great shot and you're five seven feet from the cup. You got to drill this thing. Yeah. No. No doubt about it. Um, just want to get this in here real quick before we forget about it. Freddie Couples making the cut at 63 fucking years old. If I'm upright at 63, I'll be happy. <laughs> he's awesome, man. Another day of, of pretty good golf. Hey, what did he shoot one over today? Because he was one under yesterday, and now he's back to even. Yeah, he didn't even finish his round yet. Oh, no, he didn't. He might go back under. Yeah, he hasn't finished his round yet. I'm looking to see where he's at right now. I just clicked on his name. Uh, let's see. He is through... Yeah, he's through 17. One so more he's hole. on the 18th. Yeah. He could birdie 18. That'd be yeah, something, wouldn't it? it? Yeah, it is. I don't know if he had finished the hole or if he's already, if he's, if he, or I don't know if he's, you know, on the fairway or not, or if he hasn't teed off yet, but he's, he's in contention. He's definitely going to make this cut. It's pretty fucking awesome. Oh yeah. He's making a cut. No doubt about it. Um, another guy I want to talk about is our, our collective favorite golfer. And that's Max. It's, I wrote this. I mean, he's fighting every time, but like you need to start scoring before the twelfth hole of every round, which is what he did yesterday, and he did the same thing today, where he just had to claw back. What do? You, how do you feel about him going forward on Saturday and Sunday? I feel pretty good about the long hitters, and I feel pretty good about guys in the top ten of the OWGR because. The thing is, when it gets wet out there and all the experts are saying this, the big hitters are going to come to play because there's going to be no carries. And the other thing is you can be much more aggressive at going at pins because the ball's not going to run out as far. So I, I do feel – I don't think he's going to win it just because you got a guy like Brooks who pretty much hits – he probably hits the ball just as far, if not further than Max, and he's right now potting it better. But I think Max will still finish in the top 20. Do we want to talk about – the holiness, his the holiness, big cat? that is the, the big cat, Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things you're much better when it comes to how somebody's going to react with an injury. I mean, he's got more screws, nuts, bolts, and fucking metal in him than the fucking Eiffel Tower. How is that shit going to react tomorrow morning when, you know, he walked, I don't know how many holes today, and it's going to be freezing cold and windy. I, I'm I'm interested to see how he's going to fight through that. I am too. I, I can't I can't say anything very profound because I've never worked with somebody that has almost a bionic leg. Um, you know, with all the with all the screws and everything that you mentioned that's in that thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much maintenance he has to put into it. I don't know if he has a therapist, a PT working with him, uh, tirelessly. I don't know. I would guess uh, how long it takes him to get ready to play a round of golf. He, he, if he makes this cut somehow, he's going to play basically a round and a half because he parred 11 today. So he's still got seven more holes or six more holes to play. Yep. And then if he makes the cut, it's like, okay, great. Turn around and be ready to play. Uh, you know, round three. I don't know what's up with that leg, but I would assume he has a LeBron-esque team getting him ready to play 
as you know, getting him in the best shape that he can be. Um, and I also think that he probably warms up for hours just to get that leg ready to go. Kind of like how Steve Nash towards the end of his career said that, you know, if the game started at seven o'clock, he was getting into the, getting into the facility at like 11 o'clock just to get that back loosened up and ready to go. Yeah. And even with that, you just don't know how he's going to react. No, you you don't. He could do everything right and it still may not matter. Yeah, still hitting the ball pretty far, though, which I think helps him for sure. He, he's hitting it far, but he's not hitting it straight. And you could see visible frustration with him on a couple of shots, just being like, come on, Tiger, doing the classic, come on, Tiger, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, but that par on 11 was huge uh, down at Amen Corner because that was, if he bogeyed that hole and you're sitting at plus three instead of plus two with only six holes to play, you know, that, that one stroke could be, could be a death sentence for him. 100%. Anything else you got? No, I mean, obviously, I just, we got to talk fashion, I guess. I mean, we, we talked about already the uh, the incident on 17 with the tree and just, I don't know how Augusta could be worse in terms of like, let's go, you know, this is, no, this should not have snuck up on anybody, but we said our piece about that. What'd you think of the fashion today? Were you a little happier? I saw, I saw our friend Victor Hovland looked a lot, a little bit more, you know, like a pro as opposed to a walking billboard. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, by all means, his outfit was still not good, but it's one of those things where, you know, like if there's a serial killer, but you also find out that, you know, he committed a much lesser crime, it's like, oh, whatever. I mean, it's not that bad. He killed people, so who cares about that? And they don't even, yeah. like, charge him with the crime. It's kind of like that. He, his so shirt he stole was... himself from a convenience store. From a convenience yeah. store. No big deal. It's like, yeah. oh, so he sold meth to consenting adults on the side, but he was also, oh, who cares about that? We're not even going to try him for that. <laughs> he was a fucking serial killer. Um, yeah. It's like that. When you, when you wear that outfit to just start anything like he was still wearing i think he was wearing like almost not a brooks but it was that yellow was kind of you know still a little piss yellow but it didn't really matter just because it wasn't it wasn't what he wore yesterday right he honestly he could have gone out topless today and i would have been like "Eh." (laughs) you know he's he didn't like any of the shirts so he went topless i like it I mean, dude's built like a brick shit house. I'm sure he wouldn't mind showing off a little bit. Yeah, I love that he looks like high. he does. Just doesn't give a fuck either. He he always says he's not high, but he might be. Oh, he looks high a lot. <laughs> yeah, he really does, and he gives off that vibe too. Like just a he, chill when, guy. Yeah, I mean, he had the frosted tips. I think in the uh, in this full swing, and it was like, all right, you're. Part of you looks just like a legitimate douchebag, but I. Hovland like had frosted oh, tips. No. Are you confusing no, that with Brooks? I'm ta- no, I'm talking about Brooks. Oh yes, yeah, no. Yeah. Brooks, I don't know. Brooks kind of catch. Brooks either just completely doesn't give a fuck or tries too hard, and I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, is there anything else, or are we are we gonna carry it over to tomorrow? We still got a little bit left, but I thought it was still worthy of a recap, just because a lot of the big boys are pretty much finished up or or damn near. No, I think I've said everything I need to. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm interested to see. Um, I I really think Brooks is gonna put up a huge a huge score here in a good way. So- I will ask you this as we sign off here. Right now, we have John Rahm three strokes behind Brooks, and he still has, what I say he had? Nine holes. Half the round. Nine holes to play. 
at the end of round two, does he have the lead or does Brooks still have the lead? Or somehow they tie it. I guess that's a three-part question. I think John Rahm's going to be one stroke behind Brooks. I think it's going to be minus 12 to minus 11. Awesome. That'll set up for a great round three. Yep, it will. I'm very excited. Last question, I guess I just have to say, does Tiger make the cut? Yes. Sweet. That's, again, I think I said it last night. I'm willing that into existence. I love it. All right, man. It was fun. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Looking forward to it, man.